Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, gamers. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. I thought it was Thursday for the last two days. Um, I am your host, Mr. Andres Cortez otherwise known as the Nitro Rifle, and I'm joined by Tamor Hussein. Welcome in, Tamor. Thank you for having me in the box, the Phantom Zone. I'd love to be here. Thank you, um, Andy, for uh, guiding me today. I feel like I'm doing like Whoa, crazy Whoa, what are these animations? Whoa. This is the Phantom Zone. This is crazy. Oh, wow. This is very, very cool. Audio listeners, you're missing out. You just missed out on Ooh. some CG, some computer <laughs> was- graphics. That was the equivalent of, you know, when they've got like a clown and the uh, boat has spins around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly that what was it was. <laughs> um, uh, today's stories include leaked documents suggesting a Spider-Verse game, Starfield, finally getting city maps soon, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. And if you're wondering right now on YouTube, you're watching this, you're on your, this is the first time you're listening to it on a spot on a podcast. This is the first time we started the show. We've had no technical issues this morning. Barrett has not yeah. been pulling his hair out. We're doing, we're doing really, really fine so far. I mean, Andy, you don't have to lie, uh, lie for me. All right. I have no hair left to pull out. So, oh, yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry about that. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or listen on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. And remember, you can use epic code creator, epic creator code kind of funny on the Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases. I can't wait to hop back in there to use the Kind of Funny Epic code to get them Ninja Turtle skins. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds really gross, but you know what I mean. I'm not. I'm not planning on frying these skins over a, a skillet or something like that. Yeah, uh, give but me I, those turtle skins. I hopped in last week or two weeks ago, or whatever, to get the invincible skins. The Ninja Turtles are next on the list. To be a part of the show, you can head to kindoffunny.com/kfgd to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, Patreon.com/kindoffunny. I saw a, a thread in our subreddit the other day, Tam. I happen mm-hmm. to go to the subreddit. It's not always like advised. Sometimes it mm-hmm. makes you sad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes you real happy. But those are, yeah, qu- yeah. you know, there's a lot of turmoil, a lot of chaos in the industry, Tam. Whether you're in media, whether you are working at a game studio, there's a lot of turmoil, a lot of chaos. And one of the questions posed was with so much chaos happening, chaos, with so much chaos, chaos. happening in the games industry, how does kind of funny seem to? kind of just like uh, you know not really have a whole lot of issues mm. when it comes to layoffs when it comes to job security and things like that and sure sponsorships are great your twitch primes are great your memberships are great on youtube but patreon is really where the power is so if you mm-hmm. want to keep supporting a small company like us operating out of san francisco we'd love to see you on patreon.com slash yeah. kind of funny people don't know that the way real way you kill chaos is by contributing to patreon 
Uh-huh, absolutely. Jack Garland. Oh, man. I hope to see more old Patreon, Jack. If you had a Patreon, that game would have been sure. <laughs> We're going to kill chaos. What do you mean, Jack? Yeah, Jack, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ash and Jed. <laughs> Who names the other two guys at a Final Fantasy game? Ash and Jed. I mean, Ash, I can understand. Jed was just a weird choice. I mean, the protagonist for the new one is named Clive, so I don't know. It's just Clive uh, Rosefield. I, I, I think they do this a lot where they give everyone cool names and then they give the main character just the most, like, I saw him at a supermarket name. Yeah, like, absolutely. Wild. The only exception yeah. is Cloud. Cloud is a coolest, yeah, one of the good. coolest names. The and, coolest. And I guess Squall and Zidane are also good, but like... There's a lot of cool sci-fi fantasy type names in yeah, the Final Fantasy a, universe. Yeah. Clive is a decent name. I like Clive. The type of name stand that, you know, growing up in the 956 Rio Grande Valley RGV, we don't play no games. I was always like fascinated by white people because <laughs> I'd see, yeah, where's this going, right? Because I'd, uh, <laughs> you know, I grew up around a lot of Jose's and Michael's and, you know, um, Daniel's and things like that. And the first time that I met a white kid named um, Ty. I was like, oh. what the fuck is this? That's a straight out of Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe, like, my goodness. When I first watched Animorphs and there was that, the red-tailed hot guy named Tobias, I was like, dude, Tobias? What a we what the a fuck? cool name. This is insane. I only know, you know, uh, Jonathan's and, you know, Jose's and stuff. So I was very, yeah, very, yeah. I was super impressed by like, white people. I feel like white people names have fallen off. Like, they, really? they, they don't try anymore. Like I don't, I don't meet. You don't meet many Tobiases these days, or like, uh, or like, yeah, like Barrett's and stuff like that. Yeah, Barry's a fucking cool name. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a Final I've Fantasy met name, maybe but, yeah. only two, uh, two other Barrett's in real life. I also, we, I, I spell my name differently than uh, Final Fantasy Barrett. Mm -hmm. it, it makes it better. Yeah, it makes it yeah. stronger. Uh, a new kind of feudy poll is up right now, gamers. You can find it on Blessings Twitter. Which is, uh, just look for Blessing Jr. And by the way, on Games Daily yesterday, Blessing was like, let's get that following up. I want to beat Andy uh, in his following count. And he knew the number of how far he was away from me. And then he acted like, but hey, I, I'm just kidding. I don't really actually care. How did you know the number, Bless? If you don't I, care, how do you know the number? How, 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 did, how, how would you know the goal that you were trying to reach? It seemed like it was very ever-present in your mind, all right? So when you go... Oh, that's a massive L from Blessing. You hate to see that. When, when you go to Blessing's Twitter, do me follow, hit unfollow. Do me a favor, <laughs> all right? Hit unfollow. DM him. <laughs> don't, no, don't do any of that. Yeah. Uh, go to his Twitter uh, because kind of few kicks ass and it's really, really fun yeah. and... Fill out that poll and and Tam, you had a bit of the you had we a bit had of a, a hint of kind of feudy over at uh, yeah, the Giant yeah. Bomb live event. Yeah, we had our Giant Bomb live uh, event, game of the year, final day, the conclusion of it. We did live, um, people bought tickets, and it was amazing. And one of the segments was kind of feudy, which was uh, awesome, and it resulted in Dan Reichert having cake smushed in his face. Oh, for, beautiful! For, for, yeah, it was wonderful. Ours never yeah. do this because ours ours never really end in that. We always have to kind of just go home. And I got to go make yeah. a thumbnail for Gamescast usually is what happens. <laughs> and I would hate to do that with cake in my face. Uh, no, so, yeah, go fill out that poll because uh, Kind of Feudy is great. And uh, if you're not a Patreon member, you should be because you have like probably a year's worth of watching Kind of Feudies at this point. Uh, thank mm -hmm. you to our producers, Jackson Hampton and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Xreal, Zbiotics, and BetterHelp. 
but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin what is and what and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news. We have five stories today. A Baker's Dozen. Story number one. Leaked Insomniac documents could suggest a Spider-Verse game is in development. This comes from Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming. Leaked documents from... I just screwed up the doc. I just screwed up the doc real quick. Let me just hit backwards Leaked real quick. Leaked documents from an Insomniac Games ransomware attack could suggest that the developers are working on a new Spider-Verse game. The ransomware attack was confirmed by Sony, which confirmed that sensitive employee information was compromised. As well as the employee information, new images of Marvel's Wolverine also leaked online, in addition to some references about oh, no. upcoming projects. Uh, Andy, let me know when you want to jump back in if I will. Oh, no, you're uh, killing it. No, I was just, okay. I was okay. reacting to the news. Oh, I'm right, like, right, I'm okay. the audience member right now. All right, all right, cool, 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 no. Cool. No. <laughs> uh, spotted by Reddit user Sut345. Grow up. Uh, the three <laughs> of these yet to be announced. Oh, now grow up. Are... Why? <laughs> why? His name <laughs> just, isn't like just, Mario just Sonic Man name. or something. <laughs> Sut345. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's someone, that's someone's sock account. You know, it. they've been up to naughty oh, stuff on Jesus. the Reddit. Um, Projects are RCE, Spider-Man 3, and Spider-Verse. It's already known that Insomniac is working on a multiplayer project, which has led fans to speculate that it could be the Spider-Verse project. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if Insomniac's multiplayer game is a Spider-Verse game where you get to create your own spider character. Full suit customization, select what powers you want, uh, said Reddit user Pocklane. Oh, that's fine. I'll allow that one. Really? Uh, I, I Marvel's... thought that would be the one. No numbers in it. Mm. Uh, Marvel's Wolverine is set to be in Insomniac Games' next project, scheduled to release in 2024. It's unclear when we'll next hear about the studio's next titles, but a multiplayer Spider-Verse game will be great. This is kind of scary and huge and massive, and I'm scared for Insomniac. Yeah, first things first, like, I believe these reports are correct, but these these leaked documents include passports and, and photos and that kind of stuff, so... Highly, highly sensitive, really shitty for someone to do that. I mean, I'm not here to like be the mouthpiece of developers and their IT departments, but like getting hacked sucks. Is spilling personal information of insomniac employees is reprehensible and and like should be punished. Like, I hope that person gets caught for that part of it. That sucks, especially when you know that people will like launch fucking targeted campaigns for how a puddle looks at those kind of developers right it's just it's just unacceptable and disgusting how do you think something like that even occurs because here's the thing around last year snow mike mike told us that he received a text message or an email mm. and believed it and it was from fedex something about his package being delivered and they asked it for his credit card, <laughs> and it was, it was not legitimate, so he got got. They got his ass, oh, right? Oh, no. And from now on, like since then, I've been very, very scared about opening any sort of nefarious-looking email on the company account. Is that just some, like, I know I'm, this sounds weird to, like, ask you, like, an IT question, yeah. but it's just, like, no, no. How, how the hell can something like this happen to such a large company, you know? I mean, like, it is, it is completely likely, you know, humans are fallible or even us who have been terminally online have been using computers all the time like we, we can get caught and like people ransomware attacks phishing it gets more sophisticated by the day at major companies like ours for example at least in cbs and 
adventures and fandom like what they do is like they um the it department or human human uh uh resources department will make it clear that at certain points in the year you will get a fake phishing test on it to check your being vigilant so they will send out a fake one like that and when, if someone clicks it it will just go to be like it will be a fandom or Shame on you. Page and, it'll, and it'll be like you suck what are you doing don't be debated like this you moron mm. Um, that kind of stuff. That's but like my old they, manager at a car dealership, Tim. He would always call just just in hopes that I would answer the phone correctly. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for calling South Texas Buick Pontiac GMC. And he'd be like, hey, good job. You did it right. And he would hang up. <laughs> and I was like, get <laughs> his life, bro. Leave me get alone. Get life. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's part of it. Phishing uh, attempts and ransomware stuff is like, gets more sophisticated by the day. And also, like, there are always new security flaws in various uh, types of online architecture that, people are always trying to figure out and brute force their way through and it can happen. And it's, some people might be asking like, why the hell are there passport details and shit like that available on, on diseases files? It happens a lot. Like, you know, these are people who have to travel a lot, oh, yeah. you know, whether they're going to, to kind of like, you know, events or just, you know, coming into the office because they live remotely. Um, and you know, a company will pay for flights, et cetera, et cetera. Give me a passport details, et cetera, et cetera. It happens a lot and and yeah they'll that's have coordinators getting everybody's information yeah. and kind of booking all of the flights necessary so i'm not surprised by that in the least yeah. so yeah extremely unfortunate um i guess it's on the it department now to just be buttoned up and and, and be better about plugging those holes but yeah. i mean that information is out there hopefully like they can uh, it's very hard to put that genie back in the bottle but i hope that they can do something to minimize any potential threats that could come in from that. Um, but to get that. to the gaming side of things, mm -hmm. uh, what the gamers are here to listen to, the, the, this multiplayer project, mm -hmm. been rumored in the past, and this is apparently like something, you know, some of these people are speculating that it could be a Spider-Verse type, you know, multiplayer game or a games as a service game where you are creating a character, you are living in this world. Um, Kind of worried about that, uh, just as I am usually worried about a lot of multiplayer offerings, similar to mm -hmm. when we were watching the Game Awards. And there's a, another cool-looking sci-fi shooter extraction thing, and it says Exoplanet, and I'm like, we'll see, bro. Because, like, <laughs> I, you know, I just don't have a whole lot of faith in, you know, kind of putting all your, your eggs in that multiplayer basket. Luckily, Insomniac is very well-versed, and they have a massive portfolio. They are diverse enough to take on any challenge in any other genre what do yeah. you want out of this multiplayer game if all of this seems to be pretty legitimate i i genuinely firstly it's probably also worth contextualizing that we don't know the context in which these things were listed like it could be a notepad document from someone that works there that just says things that i would like to do multiplayer for 2024 multiplayer question mark, <laughs> question mark. And, and like if you look at the timestamp on it it's from four years ago like we right. don't know if that's a thing obviously the multiplayer thing has been rumored so everything with a grain of salt you know it could be just outdated or whatever um what i want from it i don't know what you would do in a spider-man experience that is multiplayer are you just like punching it surely it'll be a pve thing right like where you where you uh, where you just like doing little quests and friendly neighborhooding it with your buddies and that kind of stuff but i feel like this space has to be huge if you think about 
the size of something like Fortnite, it is massive, but the rate at which you kind of uh, traverse it is probably somewhere close to something like Spider-Man. I would say still Spider-Man is faster. So getting from one side of the map to the other, you don't want that to be something you can do within 10 minutes or right. 15 minutes or even half an hour even. And you don't want like 100 people doing that at the same time. They probably limit it to like, something like four people, three people maybe, and then do the thing where if I had to like think about what they've done so far and try and cobble together some sort of idea, that weird rift thing that they used in in the recent Spider-Man game and also from the Ratchet and Clank thing, use that to pull people into different worlds, you know? Like, oh, here's a rift, jump in here, you go in there, instances a four-player, like a bunch of missions or an event or something like that, you pop back, get some EXP and carry on doing little bits in a hub area and then back and forth, back and forth. Something like the, you know, classic, I guess this is a bad point of comparison, but it is one that's somewhat relevant, like an Avengers style game where you have, you know, a home base and then you go out with your homies and you do these little missions and come back, but you're Spider-Man. I've got the perfect idea for it. Mm -hmm. Sinister Six, Kill the Avengers. Just throwing that out there for Shut you all. Shut the fuck up. It's a, yeah, like it's a full shooter. Everybody's got guns and rocket launchers. It's fucking insane. Everybody's <laughs> flying, dude. It's yeah, insane. It's a, it's a game as a service title. It upsets everyone. It yeah. for like many years. It'll be great. Yeah, you it. hit level 42, you get that You get that golden grenade launcher as freaking <laughs> Vulture. It's going to be the Honestly, coolest thing you're ever. you're turning me around, Andy. The, the one thing I've, I've thought that like Doc Ock has been missing is like a purple gun. Thank you. you. Know? I need exactly. Doc Ock dual-wielding like fucking magnums. You Not know what I mean? dual-wielding quad. Uh, <laughs> Quad oh, uh, wielding, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Even on it's his like feet. The, Octo oct wielding or whatever. It's like the darkness. Yeah. That game. <laughs> it's like that shit. Um, uh. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is all very fascinating. I don't know if there's, I haven't fully looked into all of the details of the leak. I'm sure this seems like something that's, that's going to be a slow drip of info. Um, I don't know what the conversations are between insomniacs like security or insomniacs like the the larger heads up in the corporation talking to because this was very much like a hey give us what you want give us what we want or we you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's a very very strange situation it's very it's strange to even report and talk about it uh because yeah. all of this is just there's a lot of speculation out there also like i i don't know how what extent they could go but like, this isn't just a insomniac playstation problem this is now a disney marvel problem like and i don't know if these people i mean sure they i'm sure they were but like i don't know if you all they were prepared to be like think and thinking about the fact that the ip rights holders are also going to get involved and you know for better or for worse disney and and marvel have got the clout and the and the ability to make you have a real rough time if you do something like this so I, I wouldn't be surprised if this we don't hear anything and then we hear then we just hear oh Disney and Marvel have arranged to have these ransomware attackers launched into space and we're like oh that's how that ended cool. makes sense yeah yeah it's kind of a weird bear to poke in this situation yeah I'm not fully thinking about like the ramifications um, mm. all right well we'll probably be hearing more about this and there may be more and more information coming out but we'll see what happens with that later story number two PDP. Maybe release, maybe teasing new guitar controllers for Fortnite's rock band-like mode. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. Peripheral maker PDP has teased plans to launch new guitar controllers for music games. The company, which last produced music controllers for Harmonix's Rock Band 4, ceased production of the peripheral some years ago, leading to a hugely inflated secondary market. But in a post on X this week, 
BDP seemingly hinted at plans to launch new guitar controllers in January 2024. And uh, Barrett has the image up here. It's looking like something Prince would play. It's looking very sensual and sexual in mm -hmm. nature. I don't know if I'm the only one getting the vibes of that. Maybe not. <laughs> like maybe like I, it's I also it. the phoenix it. behind the guitar as well. <clears throat> I yeah. think so as well. Yeah, it's possibly like the fact that it's got wings on the side. I don't think that comes in the packaging, but it's mainly like the shape of the headstock that has me like feeling some sort of way. It really feels like when a when a celebrity like Prince has Fender make him like a yeah. a super customized guitar and it looks like the symbol or whatever. Um this could be fascinating, Tam. Like, will we see this resurgence in any meaningful way? I, I I assume that PDP is doing this knowing or with the intent that this thing will be playable anywhere and everywhere. Like, uh, on on you can use it. You don't just have to use it on Fortnite. You can just right. plug it in and play wherever. In that respect, I think that it's been long enough that it could have some novelty value for people who weren't around back then, you know, and, and weren't there to be see it driven into the ground um or even people who have a nostalgia for it for me my current concern is like looking at this feels like it's coming off the back of Fortnite, right um and and the uh, the kind of harmonics mode in there i don't i'm not sure that that has a kind of library of songs right now worth sustaining uh, a purchase like this like I, i'm sure like a few months from now when they're like you know epic has done the legwork and it's full of crazy songs that we never expected so they go that work. kind of thing yeah that kind of thing will uh <clears throat> will uh be more enticing for people like me as it stands like i still have a fear of plastic instruments one because i worked in retail when they were at their height and i had to like move that shit around oh, yeah. and then i also worked there in retail when they died and i was like <laughs> what the fuck do we do everyone's like we've got a million of these what do we do um and they just became and also because the I funko pops of their era yeah yeah and also like i remember like finding these things for like two dollars brand new i was like okay or two five pounds or something like that um and and i also as someone who owned a lot of them i remember the space they took up and how annoying they became um but i'm at the stage now where I could buy one of these and be happy. Um, so I think it's a good opportune moment for them, which fair play. Yeah, go, go for it. And I think with how ubiquitous Fortnite is now, and you know, to your point about not having the song selection, I think Epic and Fortnite have the power to make anything happen in that realm. Like they will chase this. They will make sure that this does not end up being a failure. This seems like something they want to go for. And I think they look for licensing agreements with whatever music labels they are. There are, you know, a, three years ago, four years ago, at this point, m way more than that, you know, we would have never imagined the Avengers joining Fortnite when, you know, Endgame and Infinity War were popping off and Thanos is joining the fight and everything. All of that stuff seemed extremely far-fetched. Just like any new skin that kind of joins the fray, you go, Alan Wake and Fortnite, what the heck? I guess so. And it seems like... It truly seems like anything is possible because they have the bank account to make it so. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't need to be the person to be like IP integrity, keep, you know, look after your shit, whatever, whatever. But it's just, it's just a, there's a kind of like frivolousness to the everyone dropping their shit in Fortnite. And it earns big bank, they're getting paid probably. But like, I, every time, like when Snake popped up, I was like, oh, I just, just getting like sacred 
yeah like just leave that guy alone man he doesn't need to be in here like if <laughs> like i'm at the stage now where if they put like i don't know solaire in there i won't be excited about that i'll be like oh man that sucks like just just leave that shit alone i don't need you to make it look cartoony and have him do like the gritty and shit like that oh man um, dude it would be so sick to see solaire do the gritty <laughs> yeah i'm turned around on that, I, I like that idea. <laughs> so you know what i'm kind of i'm kind of buying it yeah. um yeah but ev- everyone's i mean like it's a it's a common refrain but like capitalism is wild in 2024 baby <laughs> oh yeah absolutely um i mean this does seem like a natural move though for anybody to try to again capitalize on this moment on this situation what other new things will they add in this racing mode will pdp try to make a steering wheel or whatever you know like there are so many little opportunities for these peripheral makers to now look at Fortnite as this evolving platform, this thing that will eventually have all of your favorite genres in it. If it doesn't already with the way that these custom games are and the way that these kids are making their own games, you know, in a way with all of the pre-built assets, it's, it's kind of wild to see how they are just kind of taking on whatever, whatever that popular thing is. Let's make our version of it yeah. here on this platform. It's weird because, like, I there was a time when Fortnite was everything that happened in Fortnite was entirely its own, right? They had their own season, and I, there is that to an extent. But people used to be way more excited about, oh, Peely is gonna do this in the next season or whatever, and and Troy like Baker's be, character, yeah. So people are gonna be excited about that. Yeah, The Rock is in here or whatever. He's voicing Zero or some shit like that, and people were excited about Fortnite for Fortnite. These days, I feel like Fortnite is like leaning on other properties to make it interesting and like absorbing it. It's kind of like I think of I think of uh, Fortnite as being the Jimmy Fallon of the video game worlds, where it has nothing of its own left to say interesting, like it's not funny at all or he's not enjoyable. But the people he brings in are the main act now, and he just laughs loudly and he's like coasting off the 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 kind of like talents of the roots and the other people. So. I'm just saying Fortnite is the Jimmy Fallon of video gaming. Wow, you heard it here first, everybody. That's a huge take from take GameSpot that. and Giant Bombs Tamor Hussein. Um, oh, no, 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 that's just for me. <laughs> oh, that's just, oh, okay, gotcha. That's just me, me, me. Gotcha. Everything I say is it's just for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just Epic, Please don't kill us. We're, we're fine. <laughs> um, let's see here. Story number three is all about Starfield. Starfield kind of getting that cyberpunk treatment, Tam. It says, uh, city maps and new ways of traveling are coming to Starfield. This comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. Bethesda has these plans to introduce city maps and new ways of traveling in Starfield. In a Reddit post accompanying the game's latest minor patch, the studio said that going forward, it aims to roll out significant features and fixes every six weeks or so. We've been hard at work on many of the issues you posted and expect an update early next year that will include a large number of in-progress quest fixes as well as fsr3 and xess it wrote that's some that's some nerd stuff all right you leave that to me we'll be talking about nvidia stuff later though we fixed several quest issues from occurring in progress quest fixes uh uh, always i'm sorry though we fixed several quest issues from occurring in progress quest fixes are much harder to fix and we've that's a weird sense and we built a new system to correct those without you having to roll back your save we are also hard at work on many of the new features you asked for, from city maps to mod support to all new ways of traveling. Parentheses. Stay tuned. But as the continued, these will be rolling out with a regular cadence of fixes and updates. We expect to have roughly every six weeks. Nice. They're doing it. Bethesda doing is it. going to continue to support this game 
like I'd hope they would. I had a good time with Starfield. I know it is by no means a perfect game. Um, I know that there are a lot of issues with it, but it's still really awesome and kind of expected by this point for Bethesda to keep on supporting this, to keep on making this game a better experience. This is going to be one of those games that, like we've seen a lot in the past, is when people go, you know what, now's a great time to hop in. It's three years later. I'm super down to hop into Starfield now. Tam, what do you feel mm. about uh, you know th their continued support? It kind of makes sense with seeing with Fallout 76 kind of finding new lives after mm. the initial launch. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda is known for like uh, post-release support. I think this is a unique situation where the game that they are post-release supporting is more divisive than maybe many of the others they have before, with the exception of Fallout 76. Like Skyrim post-release was really exciting because Skyrim rocks and it was an amazing game top to bottom. Um, but Fallout 76, not the same case. I'm excited for them to evolve what Starfield is. Admittedly, I wasn't one of the people that had the best time with it. I bounced off of it eventually. I played a fair amount of it and I was like, this isn't for me, this isn't hitting. But that's not to say that I wouldn't be interested in coming back. Uh, it's sad that redemption stories or like post-release working on a game to make it good for want of a better phrase is becoming more of a norm these days there was a time when like these kind of redemption stories were were kind of uh, uh, very uh few and far in between and that made them unique and and kind of like interesting they're becoming more prevalent these days which is a shame but also i would rather that happen than a company like bethesda completely abandon their project same with cdpr uh, um completely abandon it and leave players to figure it out which also can happen um but yeah I, I am excited for the future of starfield i hope that it does improve in various ways and i think i'm one of those people that you mentioned who is going to come back to it like in a few months time and be like this i've got a bit of time now this might be a right time to check in on starfield and see what's going on and i'm sure bethesda will have done a pretty decent job of like improving it and and even like a bolstering what it is and fleshing out um what the experience that people can have with it so it's exciting for sure i'm, I I'm happy to see it happening I think it's fascinating because it seems like some of these things that they're talking about weren't necessarily issues that they quote unquote like messed up on or like, you know, the when we talk about cyberpunk and, you know, people would just start floating or, you know, random explosions would happen. Those are obviously bugs. Those are obviously like oversights that maybe weren't able you weren't able to get to in that moment. They weren't priority when it comes to launching a game. Hmm. But stuff like local maps, I feel was like I think that was a deliberate choice by Starfield to not have yeah. local maps. They, they want you to do the signpost reading. They want you to find your way in this universe and in and to a lesser degree, like not gamify the experience of exploration. It feels like the no, the not having local maps was a deliberate decision. Otherwise, I think they could have easily added a radar or whatever the hell. Right. Or, or you hit mm -hmm. you hit the little uh, select button. And I know that they have somewhat of like a, a map thing, but it's not the way you'd want it in, in most games. I just, I wonder what the decisions there are from the people up top to go, you know what, fine, fuck it. We'll do whatever they want. The fans have been asking for these local maps. We probably should have done that at launch and now we're going to actually do them. Do you think those are things that they kind of fight each other about? Like, no, this, is, this was our initial vision. Yeah, I'm sure there is that. I mean, like, I can't pretend to understand what the initial vision is, but I think it's what you said. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, they wanted people to immerse themselves. But 
you know, there's various factors at play with that game that makes that process not as engaging as they probably thought they want. Also, they're releasing that to the Google Maps generation, which, you know, is looking down instead of up to see where they're going. And the idea um, of it being a futuristic game. Yeah. This isn't yeah, Red exactly. Dead, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I definitely think that there's probably some discussions happening about compromising design. But at the same time, I don't think it's a compromise at all. Like, it's never going to... I feel like if they present it as an option, it's it still kind of enshrines the original vision, right? Like if it's something that you can turn on and off, then there's no there's nothing stopping from people people from being like you present it as, hey, we want you to look around and you know get a good feel for an understanding and layout of this universe. But if you're not up for that, you go in settings, you can pop on a local map. That's that's your call. Or like put it in there as an item or something like that. You know, right. I, I feel like there's ways to have your cake and eat it too, um, and my hope is, I believe that Bethesda is smart enough to know that, hey, we have this vision, let's stick to it, but let's present an option. And these new ways of traveling, what are we thinking? Mopeds? Uh, hover bikes? What are we thinking? I, I th intergalactic Uber. Mm, okay. I think it's going to be take forever to arrive. It'll tell you to come out because your driver is nearby 20 minutes before the driver appears. Yeah. It'll leave you like in the orbit of a planet instead of on the planet and shit like that and you'll have to you have a whole five-star rating system what is your rating right driver rating and also you know passenger and that kind of shit like, damn i'm not i'm not at the pickup spot but that pickup spot is two light years away i fucked up yeah, i typed right? in the wrong address um, <laughs> i moved my pin to another galaxy shit <laughs> the i do think that when they talk about these new methods of travel it's not only what you're talking about fast travel wise but the i think the the biggest missing feature of this game was the planetary traveling when you're going out to that one poi you see far in the distance but i gotta walk all the way over there i do yeah. feel like there will be some addition of a, a a a hoverboard or a little hover bike or some mode of transportation to get you around a bit faster remember metal gear solid 4 where they put in basically giant people slingshots right bring those back good stuff what? you just you just launch yourself in in the multiplayer from I believe it was Mega Solid Four. You'd like stand uh, on stand on this platform, and it would just basically slingshot you across the, the map for funsies. Full to, full to me over there, you know, like yeah. <laughs> send me yeah. over there. Damn, that sounds crazy. That's awesome. Did you? Um, bring that oh back. yeah, but Barrett never played. Middle Gear Solid Four multiplayer. I only saw yeah. a bunch of YouTube videos about it. Mm. Yeah, um, I played it. That's fine. Hey everybody, remember you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Xreal. Turn any game you're playing from any console, PC, or handheld into a 130-inch virtual big screen with Xreal AR glasses. Available now at xreal.com and Amazon. Xreal AR glasses usher in the era of wearable displays and are perfect for gaming, watching movies and TV, working at a desk, or checking out augmented reality apps. Xreal AR glasses connect to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, plug directly into your Steam Deck, ROG Ally, PCs, Macs, iPhone, Android. You see where I'm going with this. Kevin Coelho has been playing with the new Xreal Air 2 Pro glasses and unsurprisingly is absolutely obsessed with them. It's awesome. It's the big screen 
experience perfect for using on the go or at home for playing games anywhere on the biggest screen possible. The picture you see is crisp. The built-in speakers give you rich audio. The glasses are lightweight, only two and a half ounces. And because you control where the virtual screen appears, you can rest your head, neck, and shoulders comfortably without getting any of that tech neck you get when you're staring down at screen. You can get your Xreal AR glasses now at xreal.com or Amazon. This episode is brought to you by Zbiotics. We all have busy lives these days and we can't afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because a few drinks the night before. Zbiotics pre-alcohol is the answer we've all been waiting for. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, Alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics Pre-Alcohol your first drink of the night, drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Every time I have a Zbiotics Pre-Alcohol before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. This holiday season, give your family a gift they'll actually want and use with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash kind of funny to get 15% off your first order when you use kind of funny at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash kind of funny and use the code kind of funny at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life. So you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced your trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Story number four, Sonic Mania Plus will be available to Netflix subscribers starting next year. This is from Taylor Lyles at IGN. And there's a link here. And the link doesn't work. The link's supposed to take you to a YouTube uh, video that will not open up. It just gives me a 404. Oh, so yeah. something happened with the trailer. Oh, Maybe, my God. Someone finally killed Sonic. I, I was going to say Sonic like said something really inappropriate. And we were like, oh, my God. We got to take him uh, away. Get him off the Sonic, camera. <laughs> Sonic had a heated gamer moment? Yeah, he had a gamer oh, moment. No. <laughs> uh, Netflix announced a new suite of games coming to its subscribers in the next year. Highlighting the list is Sonic Mania Plus, which will be available to Netflix subscribers sometime next year. 
As noted in the press release, this will be the first time Sonic Mania Plus will be available on mobile as a part of Netflix games. When it releases, those subscribed to Netflix can download an ad-free Sonic Mania Plus mobile version. Yeah, that's a lot of words. Sonic ad-free Sonic Mania Plus mobile version on their Android phone, iPhone, or iPad. And here's a tweet from Nobel talking about uh, all the other games coming to it, like Hades and Cozy Grove. Um, Netflix, they're 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 doing stuff out there, Tam, and I don't. Again, I think it was during the Game Awards, possibly, or a Games Daily that I was on with Tim. Mm. I'm still in that position where, like, I, I don't know how to get Netflix games on my phone, and I'm too afraid to ask. You know, like, <laughs> I'm still at that point because I, I, I don't see the vision quite yet, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I'll consume these games in this way, but you can get it both in the app, I believe, and separately. So these games, some of these games are available completely separately where you download them and then there's a Netflix splash screen at the start, um, which is fun, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're releasing games. That, uh, they're releasing more games that we've already played um, than, you know, uh, commissioning new games. And I think it's a good strategy for them because their goal isn't to be a gaming platform their goal is to like look at the audience they have and see if they can bring in some of them to play games on that platform and then go from there and these kind of games they feel very apt for a netflix service something like hades where you're like ah, i'm waiting for my friend to come over so we can netflix and chill i'm waiting for my more than my friend to come mm-hmm. over so we can netflix and chill i'll do a couple a of friends with of, benefits yeah friends with benefits um, I'll do a couple of runs of Hades until that person gets here. You know, I'll play a little bit here and there, and easy like a Sonic Mania or Farming Simulator is the kind of thing that you can like pop on while everyone's around and look at it and be like, "This look how dumb this is, man." Um, on your third yeah. Hades run, you get a message. It's like, "Hey, you've been playing this a lot. Like, are you sure you want to? Like, are yeah. you there?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. "Yeah, no, I'm I'm here. I'm just like not mentally. Yeah. I kind of got sucked." You're in. just like running through loop to loops of Sonic, and it's like you get a pop up. It's like Netflix prices are going up. Like, oh, <laughs> Sonic, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, these these offerings are interesting, and I, it really so far it kind of reminds me of several years ago when Google Stadia is trying to make their space in the gaming industry. And it felt like every news release was, hey, that game you know is over here. That game you played three years ago is on Stadia now. That game you played mm. two years ago is on Stadia now. So far, that's all it feels like. Obviously, yeah. these are two different technologies, right? But I, I still don't... I would love to ask them, like, what is, like... If these are steps one, two, and three, what's step 10? What are we looking yeah. at for the future? What's your 10-year plan, you know? I, I, I feel like we've had a little bit of that where I think the... I mean, if I had to guess, I would imagine it is because they are setting up like little teams on there, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and they're setting up little things. I think that the the strength of Netflix right now is it has IP that it can leverage for various things, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the ultimate end goal is to have enough teams that are diverse enough or have enough uh, games established um, in the industry where you can be a player and kind of license or like create deals with other um uh, developers and, and partnership deals and have them make you know games based on your ip so you have more of a cut of that pie like i the squid games game you know that kind of thing like right now i bet you they're kicking themselves that they can't have a scott pilgrim game based on the new scott pilgrim series out there 
Um, so I think they uh, eventually that's probably what they want to do, get to a point where they can be like, we're launching this series. You like it so much? Here's a video game based on it. And it's good. It's not dog shit. So I imagine that's the, that's the goal. From Software presents Blue-Eyed Samurai. I still need to watch that. It's on top of my list. Ooh, well, I've, I've been saying it for about a month now, Tam. I'm, I'm like, I finished episode one. <laughs> so I have, oh. I, I have yet to get back. <laughs> this fucking guy. I have yet to get back to it, but I've seen a lot of clips that look real cool. Let me tell you. But episode one kicked ass, and it's a great kind of way to set the stage. Um, yeah. Wasn't it a couple weeks ago? You're like, it's your show of the year. Me? I thought so. I thought that was you. Oh no, okay. no, that was not me. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'll wait to episode two to say that. <laughs> I'll definitely wait till episode two. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. We'll see where the future lies for them. Yeah, I, I currently have no uh, intentional desire to play games on Netflix. So, yeah, it is what it is. I feel that. Story number five, Fallout 4. Next-gen update delayed to 2024. This is from Wesley Yinpool at IGN. The hotly anticipated next-gen update for Fallout 4 is delayed to an unannounced release date in 2024, Bethesda has announced. Confirmation comes from the Fallout Twitter. We're just going to call it Twitter. We're not going to call it yeah. uh, X. Uh, which thank fans for their patience. Thank you for your patience with us as we work on Fallout 4 next-gen update. The post reads, We know you're excited, and so are we, but we need a bit more time and look forward to an exciting return to the Commonwealth in 2024. Bethesda announced a Fallout 4 next-gen update in 2022 with a release set for some point at 2023. Given there are only a few weeks left of the year, it's delayed to 2024 was expected. The update is set for PC, PS5, Series X and S on Xbox includes a performance mode that allows for higher frame rates, a quality mode for 4K graphics, plus bug fixes and more Creation Club content. I feel like I'm being gaslit right now. Hotly anticipated. We know you're excited. So is this something that people... I forgot. I didn't even know this was happening. Tam, you're excited and you're going to be excited and you're going to stay excited. They look excited for this? Tam, they probably read like 10 tweets. All right. You got to take the wind yeah. where you get where you can. You know what I mean? Like when I see three people raving about my performance on a show, I'm like, wow, I kicked ass. And I, I, you ignore all the negativity. <laughs> um, I mean, look, to, to be honest with you, I am I'm kind of excited for this because I barely played Fallout 3. I did not play Fallout 4. They've always been just really ugly looking games to me. And they did not look visually appealing for me to hop into. Mm. I was always the Bioware RPG boy. Um, yeah. And I preferred Mass Effect in those worlds to lose hours to. And also, I was poor as shit. Like, if I could afford one game, I'd buy Mass Effect 2 and that was it, right? Um, but I'm, I'm kind of stoked to see exactly how much of an upgrade uh, will occur here. Because... The lighting models in because Bethesda always took so long to make these games and and understandably so rightfully so they were always releasing a bit dated right it reminds me of like when the switch mm. releases it's like damn this is already three years out of date right uh, in terms of <laughs> hardware when fallout 4 released it didn't look like other games in that genre um that were or uh -huh. in that like time that it was being released at it looked a bit more dated because they had been working on it for several more years and Maybe improvements to the engine hadn't occurred. I'm stoked to see Digital Foundry's breakdown on it. I'm stoked to see exactly what sort of visual improvements there can be. Um, I, I will definitely be picking this up on PC. You know why they're doing this. You know, everyone knows. I why have they're no doing idea. This. Tell me. There is a TV show coming out. <laughs> uh, and it makes uh, sense. It makes total yeah. sense, right? Like that uh, we've seen. That's why I was kind of surprised by 
some of the Last of Us news happening so early with this remake because I feel like it would have been a better time thing for mm. Last of Us Season 2 to come out. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're again, this is like, what, the second or third release for Fallout 4 compared to Skyrim? Hmm. They only got like 30 more to catch up to. So Yeah. It's, exciting. it's coming to Netflix soon. Yeah, it'll be on Netflix. <laughs> um, I am excited to see what's coming to Netflix soon, mm-hmm. but that's just so far away, Tam. If I wanted mm-hmm. to know what is coming to mom and grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Pioneers of Pagonia is out on early access PC. House Flipper 2 is out on PC. Warframe Whispers in the Walls. Blessing will be there for that. Here's my problem with Blessing, Tim. Here's my problem with yeah. Blessing. He's, Anytime yeah. I want to play a game with Blessing, he mm-hmm. always gives me a rebuttal for another game that's similar to the game I'm suggesting. Oh. Just play the game I'm asking. Anytime I'm like, I swear to God, if I asked him to play 2K with me, he'd be like, what about NBA Live? Like, <laughs> like he always <laughs> comes at me with some other game in the genre that's kind of close, but not quite. I've been asking, I wanted to play Destiny 2 with him. Like, what about Warframe? Like, oh, just, just give in. Just be my friend Warframe and play is, the game with me. Warframe is sick, though. I know Warframe is sick. It's lasted for so long because it's sick. It's clearly a very proven product. But it's just this. I, I, this is just a, yeah. a microcosm of like all the times I'm like, bless oh, Warzone in 2020. Let's play it. He's like, ah, let's play Apex. Like, ah, fucking, just get with the <laughs> it's program. It's like when you when you when you text me to play basketball and I just give you a different part of my body that's broken. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Planner for shyness all the time. <laughs> uh, and the final game that's out today is Witch on the Holy Night, and that's a witch like a a bruja like W I T C H. Yeah. Um. Today, we are brought to you as well by NVIDIA GeForce Update. We partnered with NVIDIA to keep you updated on the latest G4 RTX editions to your favorite games. And this is perfect for me because, like, I'm that guy. All right. All the other fools up here, a bunch of fakers. They don't know a damn thing. Mm. In fact, a lot of them probably talk enough to where NVIDIA may not want to sponsor the show anymore. And damn. I would understand it. And in that case, you know how to contact me, NVIDIA. Have you been playing the finals since that surprise drop last week's, at last week's Game Awards? We've been playing the finals, and it's really fun to game on PC with RTX. It looks amazing with ray trace global illumination, which makes the lighting realistic and so gosh darn beautiful when you blow open a building and watch it come down through the smoke. Poetic, even. Is this mic mic right, this? At 4K maxed out settings, <laughs> you get double the performance with DLSS3 which is deep learning super sampling. The only cool instance of AI ever in video games is what NVIDIA is doing to double your frame rate, to make the game run better, look better, look sharper. You're getting over 100 frames per second on on a 4070, on an RTX 4070 at 4K resolution. That's nuts. And just about everybody on NVIDIA GPU from the last 10 years gets a free... Latency reducing bonus from NVIDIA's Reflex technology in game. You you click that NVIDIA Reflex on, you're gonna you're gonna snap to that head faster than you could say kaboom. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So thank you NVIDIA for uh, sponsoring us and and supporting us. I know it's tough whenever you see that that Sasquatch up here fucking blabbering his mouth, right? But thank you for letting me do these streams and show off all the cool tech you all got. Uh, uh, I love y'all. I really do. Sasquatch. I mean, he is, right? He is. 
Um, I can't believe you just whitewashed the Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. And another one of the Game Awards announcements revealed was the release date for the upcoming Black Myth Wukong. My God, this game looks magnificent. Is it Snowbike Mike writing these? It really feels like there's a lot of enthusiasm in these. So it'll be here on August 20th next year with Ray Tracing, Reflex, and DLSS 3. All the footage in their new trailer was captured on a GeForce 40 series PC. So it gives you a pretty good idea of what we'll be getting in a few months. And if you've been following along with NVIDIA GeForce's social channels this past week, you'll notice they're celebrating 500 games that have gone RTX on. Well, they're above 500 now. Still celebrating with some cool giveaways, including winning $500 worth of video games. I mean, that's just double my unplayed backlog. But just think of the haul I could get with $500. Check out the link in chat or find an NVIDIA GeForce on social, which will take you to their contest page to show you how to enter. And if you win, well, you know where you can send a spare game or two. <laughs> you know, for the holidays. The laugh wasn't there. I added that, Tim. <laughs> I know. I New dates. Script. Thank you, NVIDIA, once again. New dates. Art of Rally launches on iOS devices January 18, 2024. Atlas wept. <laughs> mixture of like Atlas shrugged and Jesus wept you know what I mean <laughs> shortest sentence in the Bible some people tell me <laughs> Atlas Web launches on PC January 17th that's my friend Mike's birthday shout out Miguel Guerra Tamagotchi Adventure Kingdom launches January 4th on Apple Arcade Diablo 4 limited time event with Midnight Blight runs from December 12th to January 2nd Loot River gets a level updater Gets a level editor update, and it's coming to PS4 and PS5 on December 19th. Tam, your code doesn't work for Little River. No. I'm going to buy it. What's up with that? I know. I know, man. I had a decent time with it last year. I think you should check it out. Because I think it's clever enough with its design, but it it didn't fully grasp me like I thought it was. Like, when, when we first saw it on all of, like, the Summer Game Fest E3 things happening that year, I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this looks like it can't miss. And unfortunately, yeah. it was like a somewhat miss. Yeah, slightly um, off center. Yeah, hopefully the next one's even cooler. Deals of the day, PS Plus extra premium titles, December titles announced. I said titles in there like four times. GTA Five, Changer of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, where you can chaos. kill chaos. Killer. Moto GP twenty three, Metal Hellsinger, dude. If you haven't played Metal Hellsinger, get a life and figure things out. All right. Tell the family you're going to be gone for a weekend and mm-hmm. just play Metal Hell Singer. That game was number eight, I believe, on my top ten last year. Huge praise. Hang on. You want me to look? It's a, yeah, sure. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Uh, what a phenomenal game. I love Metal Hell Singer. Salt and Sacrifice, Moon Scars, Mega Man 11, Gigabash, Grime, Tinykin, Proteus, Shadowrun Returns, and PS Premium Classes are Mega Man Legacy, Thrillville, and Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> uh, really quick, I also want to shout out Tinykin. If uh, Pixman was cool. never your jam, but you want like really cool uh, Saturday morning cartoon like art style with kind of a Pikmin twist on it, um, Beautiful. check out Tinykin. Very good. It's game. good fun. It was it's my number ten uh, last year. And Andy, I'm looking at your list. It was your Metal Health Singer was your number nine. Tinykin was beautiful. I do. I like. I love yeah. that the character was like that Paper Mario cutout, and it would just turn. Yep. Like that. It was very, very cute. There's just something about being a little dude exploring a normal sized house, but you're real little. That's it's my just, everyday yeah. life. Yep. That's my everyday life. Yep. <laughs> um, it's crazy, Tim. I, I walk around you... and I sometimes step on Andy because I'm like, oh, geez. yeah. Olives uh, you... <laughs> with a reader mail says, I just want to thank Andy for recommending RoboQuest. It literally got into my, it literally went straight to my top 10 in this insanely stacked year. Much love and keep on shining on gems like this. Um, good. Because, yeah, that game kicks ass. 
I'm streaming it on Saturday with Rain Arvey. Shameless plug. Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that game kicks ass. Tam, have you played RoboQuest? No, it's on my list to play. I'm, I'm like, I'm storing up a bunch of games that I'm going to play when I return to streaming, which is hopefully going to be soon. You and I, let's uh, co-op this as well. Like, it is... Oh, it, oh 100%. I have not felt the roguelite hook. Even, like, with my time with, Rag, with Ragnarok Valhalla last night, although I had a lot of fun with God of War Ragnarok Valhalla last night, hmm. the roguelite hook of, oh, I have these punching gloves as this new weapon I got, or this SMG with fire damage. Let me make this a fire damage run. Let me do... Right. Oh, an electric run, since I have all these other perks, it is like, yeah, it's so fucking good. I can't believe how good it is. Andy, if you want to play as multiplayer, I promise I will play this game with you. Okay. I love that. No, I, I that. wouldn't suggest any other game. Not Valorant. <laughs> uh-huh. um, let's see here. Uh, you're wrong. Well, again, you can write into you're wrong by uh, going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Um, let me see if there's anything worth reading here. Uh, Karma says... <laughs> Keep your bullshit politics out of this video game show. <laughs> Fucking loser. Uh, Spice uh, writes a comment about cloud gaming. How it's officially in beta for MetaQuest VR headsets. Xbox Cloud oh. Gaming. Check that out. I don't even know if that's a year wrong. I think that's just like somebody writing something in. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. That's it for the year wrongs. Uh, this week's hosts for tomorrow are Blessing and Tim. Although both of them, they got the crud right now. They're spitting yeah. out green. They got the cough going on. That's uh, why I'm here, baby. It's been rough and kind of funny for the last week or so. Like, I was sick, and then Mike got sick. Mike's been sick for about a month now. Um, but, yeah, Tam, thank you for hopping in. Uh, and Friday, Tim and Bless. So it's, like, just a little swip swap. Tomorrow we're saying, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere, you know. I'm, I'm on GameSpot. I'm on Giant Bomb. We should have a, uh archive, a video, a VOD of the uh, final game of the year day, which we did live, so you can watch Blessing on that as well and watch the shenanigans there. Um, yeah, I'm uh, also on Twitter at H. I'm also on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Tomorrow H. Which the return? Will be, it's got to be soon. I stopped Woo! because I moved, as you can probably tell, and also because it's hot for me right now. Like, if I come back, I'm just going to get, like, attacked. So I'm, oh, I'm saying some shit that is up there. on people, you. So, yeah, the heat's on me, so i got to stay out of it for now. Um, oh, for dude. My own dude, you do it. You make me a mod. I love banning idiots, dude. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, keep on gaming, gamers. Here's a little handshake. Bye. A little handshake for Tam over there. The, yeah, other, the, other, the other hand, yeah. I just look like I'm jerking off. Stop it. You sure do. You sure do. And now it's time for the post show, I think. I'm not sure what's going on. When we walked in here this morning, I put my computer on this side of the the desk and uh, Barrett was like, oh, you're are you hosting? I was like, "Uh, yeah, because Blessing can't make it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we're doing it with Tam. And then freaking parrot was like i haven't been told about any of this <laughs> and it's because he we thought he was in the group chat with uh kevin and stuff um uh, mike if you want to rest up if you want to rest up for your gameplay you go do that big dog because mike's gonna come at you after this with some hot fortnite minecraft gameplay oh yeah or lego fortnite, gameplay yeah. rather um yeah. let's uh let's get to our freaking little resubscriptions i got vitz patel 82 oh, months yeah. of resubscribing what's up tam no, I was just saying Vitz. I like Vitz. Oh, what's up, Vitz Patel? Yeah, he's good people. He's good people. Uh, thank you for your 
82 months. I'm reading the screen right now because I'm trying to bring up the stuff I need to on this laptop, but I don't know if I ever fully set it up. Uh, we also got Finn with 78 months of Prime of Tier 1 gaming. Remember, you can use your Prime. You could use your Tier 1s. Super Chats, all that fun stuff here to ask me and Tam your questions. Let's see here. Let me dial back uh, to an hour ago. Soul Evo, 72 months with Prime Gaming. It says 72 months of free Amazon money. That's right. Set a reminder if you're a Prime Gamer on Twitch for your Twitch subscription because you're going to forget yeah. and Twitch and Amazon are not going to remind you. They want yeah. you to forget about that free $5, which then we get $3.50 of. Think of it this way. Every time you use that money, it takes a little bit out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. Mm -hmm. You want to rob that fool. Think like it makes the the vascular veins in his gigantic steroid laced biceps mm -hmm. a little bit smaller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. 66 months using Prime. Just like Puiseco used Prime and the Ronin Kaiju and Mighty Cool. Thank you, Mighty Cool, Ronan Kaiju, and Puiseco for all using Prime and Mr. Anderson. Angelo, 31 months, gifted out a sub. Boss Jacob says 38 months and counting, baby. Thank you, Boss Jacob. We got JJ Baseball. 40 years or 40 months. 40 years. <laughs> this year has felt like 40 years, to be fair, Tim. Uh, JJ yeah, Baseball for, uh, resubscribes for 40 months and says, shout out to Baird for being awesome. Love you all and the cool stuff you do. Nice alt account, Baird. Dude with a kid. <laughs> Resubscribe for three years. Thank you for your 36 months. Mr. Hawks, 69 bits. Thank you, Mr. Hawks. Altered Rain. Ooh, an interesting one. 79 months from Altered Rain. Says, nice. Andy, give me your best Ray Narvaez Jr. impression. Let's play! Or something like that. That's, that, that's, that's all I got It had right the now. energy. It had the energy. Yeah, I think it did too. Yeah. We got New Planets resubscribing for 26 months. The one thing I'm interested in is a lot of people resubscribing, not asking questions. Just kind of yeah, like, what's going on here? here's your money. Here's our money because we appreciate you and we appreciate yeah. your content. Uh, and here's also some advice, you know, anything. I, I was going to throw one thing out, Tam. Um, because there's always like, there's always this weird kind of mentality out there when it comes to supporting your favorite like internet creators like last night i had somebody gift like 10 subscribers to my stream mm -hmm. and somebody else was like man your community is so supportive and it does warm my heart mm -hmm. because i also like to be that for my favorite content creators and it's yeah. like i've never loved the mentality of like and this is even when i was you know working at best buy and stuff i was still like i, I want to find a way to support because you know, I, I would hear, well, Disney Plus is like $2 more. Why wouldn't I just buy that? Yeah. And it's like, it's never really been about getting the content for me. It's always just about giving the people I love and hoping that they are able Carry to continue on. carrying on. Yeah. So yeah, that's always yeah, kind yeah. of the, the mind that I've had of it. We have a question here from Neo Aoshi, resubscribing for 62 months. It says, hey, guys, what are you most looking forward to in 2024? The election, baby. Woo. <laughs> it's going to be a fun time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um i honestly don't know i feel like the last year or two has really trained me specifically not to think too far in the future you know not in an uh don't be irresponsible about being like in the moment but like i feel like the life changes it has for me and especially in a way that it's like 
I don't look forward to things. I try and find things to enjoy in the now, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of games coming out, obviously, that are exciting, but also uh, I'm just kind of like starting to go with the flow. A You're bit vibing, more. bro. I'm vibing. I'm going with the flow. I'm going to see. I'm looking forward to the things that I don't know about in 2024 that will be exciting for me and us. I am looking forward to, if we're talking like games wise, I immediately am thinking about the game that has that 2D, 3D thing. Is it a Devolver game? The oh, tiny, the plucky, the plucky squire. squire. The, yeah. yeah, the plucky oh, squire. Fuck, squire. I forgot about that. Game. That's a game I'm looking forward to. That game is gonna kick a lot of ass and it looks just very inventive. I'm also looking forward to. Uh, Hyperlight Breaker. Oh fuck! Whoa. Oh my god! You just hit me with a you just hit me with a Draymond Green fucking <laughs> <laughs> spin around hit. <laughs> yeah. God damn! I kind of I always forget about Hyperlight Breaker, and then I'm reminded I'm made very very happy about it. And also, whatever Zelda's, whatever, you know, remakes or something like... I don't believe any... I don't believe shit anymore. I don't believe the whole... <laughs> there, there's the thing of, like, oh, there's rumors of a remake of Ocarina of Time, the day of the Game Wars. Like, I don't believe any of this shit anymore. Wind Didn't Waker I say that Zelda is dead? Yeah, Zelda's <laughs> fucking dead. Uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are never coming to the Switch. They're never going to remake Ocarina of Time. Just... just Shut the fuck up. Whenever you home. think about that, though, Bear, just think about the fact that they remade Link's Awakening. That was mm-hmm. the most out of nowhere, left field, like, what the fuck? What? Okay, that's sick as hell. I didn't yeah. expect that. Like, the, like that always kind of gives me hope. Again, that did happen when we were at the old studio. So that was a long time ago. Maybe Nintendo's a bit like, hey, we learned our lesson. Don't do that again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? but, yeah, uh, but also we don't know what Grezzo's working on. So, right. Uh, who, but who also... Link's Awakening is not Ocarina of Time. Obviously, Ocarina of Time would be a massive success if it did get remade. Uh, what else are you looking forward to, Barrett? Uh, Persona 3 Reload. Yeah. I'm looking to... I'm ready to get really fucking depressed again, you know? Mm. And I've been, I've been holding off on, like... As opposed to what? Um, existing. <laughs> just kind of existing. That's just usually how you are. How, yeah. Not having any kind of sort oh, of feeling. Oh, gotcha. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that. I've been holding off on, like booting up um, uh, Persona 3 Fez and, like, Persona 5 Royal just because I don't want to, like, play through that. I'm looking for comfort things right now, and those are like, that's my go-to comfort series, but I don't want to, like, burn myself out before Reload, so, you know. Yeah, small. Just around the corner. I'm going to get a, a Persona 3 tattoo the, the weekend that comes out because that's my birthday weekend. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Look, hey, yeah. I got I'm drawing that for you. So, like, yeah. uh, I, I got to... I have Andy working Give me, like, a bunch you. of cool reference stuff, I'd say. Yep. And then schedule a slack for me because I will forget about it. <laughs> I absolutely will forget about it. Schedule like 10 slacks. That's yeah. like the equivalent of like my alarm is set for 8 a.m. and also 8, 11 a.m. and also 8, 22 a.m. Yeah, I'm having yeah. Andy make a, a design an evoker and then somewhere in the evoker uh, have it say uh, burn my dread and it's going to be right oh. here on my wrist. Uh, and... You know, so I, I can go like this, and you have the That's cool. the, the gun right there. And uh, I told that to Michael Hyam, and he was like, "That goes so hard, I might steal that from you." Oh, so I'm yeah, trying that to, we can't allow sick. that. That's <laughs> sick. So uh, I need to get that uh, done before he does. Hopefully, he forgot about it. Let's yeah. see. We got Lanny Bird with 19 months of support. Lanny Bird always very supportive. Says Tam, I'm about to play Metal Gear Solid 2 for the first time. Since you're a Fox ranked badass, any tips you can mm. give me? 
Uh, tips for Metal Gear. I wouldn't try and provide any tips for Metal Gear Solid 2. I feel like going in fresh to Metal Gear Solid 2 is so important. But also, like don't not... trust anything Tam tells you. <laughs> at all. Remember when he made me uh, punch a dog? I remember when he told me that once the fucking maiden was once i killed the maiden in bloodborne that she was dead forever and i was like fuck i gotta reload a save and that means i gotta redo all the snake forest fuck this is gonna be awful i hate this i did it off stream and then all the, and then i saw so many tweets like dude you she comes back and i was like fucking damn i hate this man um i would say uh yeah just go into it fresh expect to be like Expect the unexpected, go with its flow to a degree. Like, it's doing some weird shit, um, and it gets very, very weird. Um, so, yeah, just just enjoy the experience. It is fun. Wasted Bandwidth says, Bless in Dark Souls 1, 2. Tam is 99% responsible for Bless never doing a Dark Souls 1 stream. It's kind of funny ever again. Yeah. Just, just so you know, I need it's you to... My, when you are on your deathbed, Tam, I need you to remember that in your yeah. old age to be like, fuck. Not it's everything was perfect. I messed up it's, quite a bit. It's a point of pride for me. <laughs> yeah. I just I want, I want Blessed to play through like, it so bad, dude. No, I watched him play and I was like, this is disgusting. I need him to stop this right now. Like, he's, he's fucking this up so badly. I can't let people see this game played in this way. So I just came in there and like, damn, was a menace. It's messed up. Yeah. Mr. Hawks. With a $5 super chat. Thank you for super chatting here. Asks, Andy, can you ask Tam how he always looks so damn good? Dude is hot. What? Oh, I appreciate somebody, that. Somebody complimenting you, man. Uh, oh, thank you. That's beautiful. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. Hawks. That's, that's very kind of you, yeah. Mr. Hawks. I love, I love, I'll tell you what, man. Anytime I get a compliment, I eat that shit up, man. Because it happens yeah. once every two years, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm British, so when it happens once every two years, I'm just like, oh, God, what, what, what's happening? <laughs> Who's trolling? What, yeah, what, why am I being trolled like this? Hey, we got a $5 I'm... super chat from Dante the Clerk. says, just wanted to shout out to the world that my wife is in early labor and my first child is going to be born today. Beautiful! Oh, yeah! Life! You made life! You and your wife Let's made go. life! Let's go to you and your wife. Good job. That's sick as hell, dude. Uh, but next time, like, for the future, all uh, labor announcements, those will be at $50 Super Chats. So just keep yep. that in mind, like, because we yep. got to, you know, we don't want that kid getting free publicity. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're not PRing him for free. <laughs> Cyborg donated $2. Super Chat says, just here to say Tam is the best Bloodborne forever. Cyborg. Yes. You should go back and listen, Cyborg, to me, Tam, Brian Altano, and Greg Miller doing a Bloodborne review. A retrospective, yeah. if you will, during the pandemic. That was a great time. That was a nice time. I that was a that. great out of nowhere, like, we're just going to talk about Bloodborne on this P episode of PS I Love You because Greg happened to play it over, you know, the pandemic. What a good time mm -hmm. that was. That was a great discussion. So good. Cyber Rich, four months of resubscription with Prime, says got back from two weeks in Thailand, was missing watching live, and uh, seriously considered staying up to 2 a.m. to watch games daily. Cyber Rich. I'm glad you didn't, because you would have ruined your vacation. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, we got AJ Hawk donating a $3 super chat. Y'all see that new Kung Fu Panda 4 trailer? Isn't Aquafina in that? Yeah, I saw a funny-ass tweet that was like, man, I'm about oh, to see yeah. this red panda saying, like, what you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is she in every uh, children's animated movie now? I, I mean, What's going on with that? I, 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 look, uh, her agent is killing it. Her, like when yeah. you have an agent that can 
when you're in that hot sort of space that people are like, oh, this person's in demand, it's like sometimes you see celebrity streamers that are really, really popping off, and then like a year later when they've fallen off, they'll get like, you know, random kind of like appearances here and there, and it's like, oh, they're still going off when they were popping off. Like, they're still going yeah. off that era of them, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I have not seen the Kung Fu Panda Fortune, though. I've only seen part one, actually. I've never seen Kung Fu Panda. I it's good. Right They're that. good movies. It's good. I, I, I um, can't say anything about the third one, but the first two, those are solid. Uh, Kuma, oh. Kuma Babam, with a $5 super chat, says, Andy, can you give us a quick review slash impressions on Godzilla Minus One? Holy hell, this movie. What movie? Godzilla Minus One. You like what it? a movie. Have I have never really been a, a, a Godzilla fan. Right, like I, I'm not somebody yeah, who yeah, yeah. will flock to a theater. I know Shin Godzilla. I'm gonna go watch back and watch Shin Godzilla now. Oh, you but should. But like definitely. the 2014 or 2013, whatever version of Godzilla with uh, Brian Cranston really soured my experience. I thought mm. killing off Cranston in the first 15 minutes was the dumbest mistake he could have made. And when he died, Tam, my dad and I, massive Breaking Bad fans, like my dad, like leaned over me. He was like. You're fucking kidding me. He's not dead, right? <laughs> like, we're here for Brian Cranston mainly. We're not oh, really right, here right, for yeah, the Godzilla yeah. aspects. Um, yeah. And I've been largely let down by a lot of it, although uh, I did, uh, I guess I was like, I, I kind of enjoyed that King Kong movie that came out with uh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston. I, 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 I enjoyed that a bit, right? But Godzilla Minus One was, it hit every emotion for me. I yeah. felt everything I could in that movie, whether it's dread, I'm laughing at the funny moments, and by the end of it, I am weeping out of hype, out of sadness in some moments. Like, the movie is so mm. complete and throws you off enough to kind of, like, make you wonder what the hell is happening in yeah, certain yeah. moments. But the CG and some stuff, and the, those moments where Godzilla's chasing them on the boat, it's like, I can't believe how good this so, looks. You see how in the movie, they're constantly like, the government sucks, they can't do anything for us, they've abandoned us. Shin Godzilla is the government dealing with Godzilla, and it basically is a companion to mm. this. So, and also is done by the uh, the the guy behind Evangelion. Mm. So he just uses Evangelion music in there. So like, it's, it. you'll be like, oh shit, I know this song. <laughs> I only watched three episodes of Evangelion. Yeah, I wasn't sure what I was getting into. No, but it's an awesome movie. If you can watch it in theaters, do it. I think it may. I know it got extended, but it. I feel like it might even get further extended. Have an extended run because of. The yeah. success it's seen uh, here in the states, um, it is all subtitled. It's great. It's not a problem at all. And um, my God, we saw it in 4DX, Tam, and I was not ready for the experience of having my seat fucking just like rocking. <laughs> like it was, it was wild. I did not expect it to be that extreme of an experience, uh, and it really catches you off guard because in the previews, we saw the Aquaman trailer, and it starts off like a normal preview, and then when it feels like they made a 4DX version of it because it's just like dialogue in the beginning to kind of lull you into a sense of safety. And then, bam, some action shit happens and your seat is rocking. I had about like a third of an energy can, of an energy drink can left in the, <laughs> and shit was still spinning out. Like, because I was like, dude, there's nothing left in there. How is it still coming out of the can? It was a wild experience in 4DX. And I'll probably never watch another movie in 4DX, but I enjoyed yeah. it for what it was. Go watch yeah. that movie. Um, we got one more super chat that I'll read and I'll leave the rest of them to Snowbike Mike when he goes to go play Lego Fortnite, their Minecraft survival game. Uh, so mm. stay tuned for that here on Twitch and on YouTube. 
June, uh, or uh, it was AJ Hawk with another $5 super chat who says, Tam, I wanted to say I read your interview about Naruto a while back and it was great. It made me emotional. GG. Oh, thank you so much. That's so I sweet. appreciate you reading that. It's a, yeah, I talked about the, uh, the Jiraiya's final arc and it was, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Everybody, that's been our little post show. Tam, once again, everybody follow him at Tamor H. Uh, go to his Twitch. He's coming back to Twitch in a big, big way. Big way. Big way. Like, I'm talking about like helicopters dropping him. Yeah. From, like, he's, he's sliding down from a little rope. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to game more with him. And uh, we'll yeah. see you after this, gamers, for the stream with Snowbike Mike. Stay tuned. <laughs>